Welcome to the True Wealth Investors Podcast, a show all about real estate investing to help increase your income, lifestyle, and impact. Hello, everybody. Chad Harris here. Welcome to episode 43, part three in the series on how to ask for money. In this episode, I cover specifically how to speak to private lenders so that you have better odds of them lending you money to finance your deals. We all could use a little more money to finance our deals, right? So I cover that specific language to use. And then at the end, I also cover how to make offers when you're dealing with sellers so that you have better odds of getting those offers accepted, whether the seller gives you financing or your private lender. So I know it'll benefit you. Enjoy. All right. So on to private money. Um, What is private money? You guys are pretty astute investors. So I'll jump through the, the basics real quick here. You have your professional lenders, your banks, hard money lenders. That's their business is lending money. And then we're talking about private lenders. So private lenders, it's not really their business. They have extra money. They're used to comparing investments and they're just looking for a return. So when you present a way for them to lend you money, they're gonna compare it to other investments that they're able to do. And really we're gonna provide them the same structure, the same security as a bank. And I always, when I'm talking to private lenders, I'm always comparing it to a bank loan because banks are seen as secure, solid, they don't make risky investments. And additionally, I like comparing the return I'm gonna give them to an interest rate at a bank. I don't want them to compare the return I'm gonna give them to the stock market. And I don't want them to compare my investment to the volatility of the stock market. So everything is going to be just like the bank. And who are these private lenders? Really, it is anybody around you, family, friends, business associates, um, people you go to church with or rotary with or the gym with. Um, it's, it's been surprising in my, in my experience who does have money sitting out there. So, you know, it could be anybody who has money that they're putting in investments. It could be anybody with a retirement account and they've switched jobs, so they have an old 401k. Um, it really is uh, open-ended. There, there are a bunch of private lenders all around. And once again, why do they lend to us? Because it benefits them. So it's a very similar perspective if we're talking to private lenders or to sellers. We're going to structure that deal so that they can get what they want, right? That Zig Ziglar quote. So we can get everything we want if we can just help other people get what they want. So we need to be able to explain the benefits to private lenders if they'll loan us their money. So we need to learn these, be able to rattle them off and present them really in any context. So five main benefits are a higher interest rate. If they're not putting their money into the stock market, it's hard to get. It's hard to get a good return. So meeting with retirement planners, 
if someone's in retirement and they can't risk the, the losses they could have in the stock market, then they should expect a three to four to percent return, which is unbelievably low. And we can beat that in the interest rate we pay our lenders. Uh, the investment is secured by real estate. So if, if everything goes bad, they, they get that real estate to sell and get their money back. They get monthly income. It's hard for a lot of uh, potential lenders to get monthly income from an investment. And so, which a lot of them want in retirement or want for different reasons. So we can structure our deals so that they get monthly income. It's a great way for them to diversify their investments, which, you know, everybody who's familiar with investing in the stock market or mutual funds or whatever has heard that diversification is good. And so this is a way they can have an investment that is not related to the stock market at all and a good way for them to diversify within their IRA as well. And it's an easy way for them to invest in real estate. So I discovered that a lot of people, um, this is true for investors as well and potential lenders, they're watching HGTV. They admire all the flippers or the people doing it on TV Maybe they know a couple people investing in real estate and they want to invest in real estate, but they don't know how. And so when we give them that opportunity by being a lender, they like knowing that they're investing in real estate. They can tell their friends they're investing in real estate. And so if you take these benefits and you start sharing them with people around you, um, you will find that there are people that are looking for this type of investment. This will fill a need they have that they don't know how to solve. So I would argue that you should be really bold that the more people you share this with, the more people you are helping. If you share it with them and they don't recognize the opportunity, then that's fine, right? No harm done for either party, uh, but there will be many, many who realize the opportunity that they didn't know was there and you're helping them, serving them by doing it. All right, so how do we make the pitch? It's gonna be very similar. My process with private money is very similar to sellers. I'm gonna start with questions. So that, that meeting, I'm gonna go, I'll show you my whole like step-by-step -step process, but that first meeting, I'm going to ask them questions. I'm going to get to know them. I'm going to build rapport with them. What are their investing goals? What are they wanting, working towards? If they say to pay for college for my kids, I am not going to just make a mental note, college, and move on, right? That every answer gives an opportunity to hear about how many kids they have. How old are they? What do they want to study at school? What school do they think they want to go to? Whatever it is. We're gonna build the rapport and build this relationship. I'm gonna to get to know them and I'm gonna to get to know really what they want so that I can structure, present my deal to best suit them. So I'll ask about, uh, are you interested in alternative investments for retirement funds? Or do you have an old 401k? Ask about their work history. A lot of people don't know they can do a self-directed IRA and so you really are demonstrating or sharing a new opportunity 
with them and about, I bet about 50% of my private lenders use retirement funds. Um, are you focused on cash flow or just your return? I wish I would have used this question <laughs> in the very beginning. So I thought in the beginning, everybody wanted cash flow and wanted their money back. And then a couple of years ago, I just happened to ask a guy who was lending me money. Um, here, the last one. How many years will it be before you intend to use this money? And because I had, he, we had set it up so it was interest only. And he said, never. And at first I thought I didn't really understand him. He said, no, I'll just pass this on to my kids. So I realized that so, I mean, every investor is different. Every lender is different in what they want, what they need. I just need to ask enough questions to get a big enough picture of their situation. And then I can offer um, to help them. If they don't need the money back, that gives me a lot of freedom with how I structure payments because I want to use the money. I want to give them that return. So key phrases I use, very similar. If I could offer you a good return a secured Chad. by real estate. Since, Chad, since you're the host, can you let Lucas in? Is he, can you see him down there? Someone's trying to get in. On the participants, click on the bottom. It says, it says participants, the bottom left. Because since you're the host. Yes. Can you add him in? I don't see him waiting. There he is. Okay. Yes. Sorry, guys. All right. Welcome, Lucas. All right. Keep going, um, Teddy. So the key okay. phrases to use. Yeah, key phrases. Very similar. If I could offer you a solid return without the risk of the stock market, would you be interested? So I am putting in their mind, their concerns. We already know, we know that people are concerned about losing principle of their investments in the stock market, right? Or we know, no matter how well you know this potential private lender, we know in the back of their mind, they're worried about what happens if they don't get paid. So I'm gonna use phrases to try to answer their, their questions for them and alleviate whatever concerns they have. And this one's great. Usually when I talk to other investors like you, okay, again, I'm talking like that herd mentality. There are other investors who recognize this opportunity and they want to know about the security they have if they don't get paid or whatever the situation is. So it's not me presenting it, it's these other investors, wise investors, and they'll wanna hear it. Usually other investors like you like being a passive investor in real estate. And I'm not, let me be perfectly clear, I'm not using this wording to try to convince them to do something. I'm using the wording because this is true. And the, the, these phrases generally help that potential lender listen to me or be more open to this opportunity. So. And that's just through my experience. And in everything with this, just like with the sellers, we are presenting opportunity, 
Okay, we're giving them this opportunity for an investment they didn't know about and we're projecting vision. So they get a hands-off passive investment that can't lose the principal or is secured by real estate and continually doing vision and opportunity. All right, <clears throat> super quick. You guys know you can structure loans all different ways, amortized interest only, no payment. Couple real quick examples um, with private lenders. I bought this house for 40, rehabbed it for 20. So I had 60 invested. It was worth 90. I was initially going to flip it and then decided to hold it. And the investor I had gotten from email. So I had emailed a bunch of people that just knew who I was. I think uh, this investor, this lender was a family friend of my wife's family. And he was interested in real estate. He owned a restaurant, didn't know how to invest in real estate. So he lent me money on this house. It was gonna be a flip. He wanted short term. Um, so I wasn't too excited when I had to refinance it out and tell him I didn't sell it. But when I paid him off early, I paid him off at the six month mark. He wasn't happy. <laughs> he he uh, said he was disappointed to get his money back which was really eye-opening. I had uh, refinanced with somebody who was a long-term lender because I thought this guy wanted his money back. So um, I ended up just getting another deal for him and realized that most lenders don't want their money back. They just wanna know it's giving them a good return. Then <clears throat> um, this one, no payment which I like to do short-term um, numbers there. I had 35,000 invested, got a $40,000 loan at uh, 6%, no payment for two years. And so it cash flowed at 725 a month. Refi in 2020, I just closed on this refi on Friday, Stephen, the second one that we had talked about way back when. So. Yeah, the guy that moved to Florida. Uh, that guy, he still hasn't committed. But he hasn't. But I remember this photo. I was, I think, the same day we talked about those two. Yeah. So, okay. So we're gonna put it all together real quick and have time for questions. So making the offer. So what I like to do is I'm going to cater to the seller. I'm gonna give them an offer either way. If they want all cash, which a lot of them say they do up front then I'm gonna give them a low price all cash offer. And if they take that, then I'm gonna use a private lender and uh, make that pitch to the private lender and he'll be happy to loan money um, on a low price, high equity house. I'll off also offer mid price, medium down, creative financing where that seller gives me the financing or if they are just hung up on price and mad about price, then I'll offer them a really high price, low, no money down, and 0% creative financing. So a 0% I'll, I mean, I'll even pay over the value just because every payment I make is all principal. Um, and if you do the math, that's a much better situation. So with all these offers, I really don't care which one they take. 
I mean, in my heart of hearts, you know, sometimes I really wish they'd take one over the other, but in the end, it doesn't matter. If they choose the low price, all cash, then my private lender's happy. It's a good deal for me. Um, if they take one of the other two offers, it's a very simple deal. It doesn't cost me hardly any money and it's a good deal for me. So again, I think this goes back to, um, I'm gonna help others, I'm gonna serve others knowing that I'll get what I want. So whatever benefits that seller is fine with me. And a lot of times I'm surprised with what they take in all honesty, in their story, I think one's gonna be better for them, but in the end they take another. And I try to leave them with something. So this is the cover uh, slide on a short video I made that explains the benefits to them of selling their house on terms. So it's good to leave something with them with the offer that just reinforces that there are all these benefits if they sell on terms. If it's the video or just a one page sheet that explains them, same with a private lender. I'm gonna leave a folder that has information. I'm going to have it reinforce what I've stated in the meeting. Just good to leave that with them because they'll want to review it later. So, and that will drastically increase your odds. When, when you reach back out to them to contact them, a lot of times you can talk about, you know, what did you find in the folder that was beneficial? Did anything, um, really seem impactful to you or with a seller? Were there any of those benefits in the video that uh, would help you? And it's a good discussion point. We'll increase your close rate. So, all right, and final encouragement, I would, uh, this is my little guy, Bo, again, I would encourage you to really know your why, clarify your goals and your vision for what you want to accomplish, commit to it, and do whatever it takes to make it happen. I know you can do it, and I'm, I'm certain it'll be worth your while. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and series. I also wanted to share with you an exciting opportunity that's coming up. We are launching a mastermind for people who want to meet weekly with other investors, focus on how to overcome obstacles and grow your business. So if that's something you're interested in, if you just want to find out more information, go to the website, truewealthinvestors.com slash coaching. And there's a short form you can fill out, get more information, see if you qualify. If you'd rather reach out to me personally, you can do that. Just email me, chad at truewealthinvestors.com. It's an exciting opportunity. I am really gonna share some more information in the upcoming episode, but there's limited spots. So definitely, if it's something that piques your interest, go ahead, enter the information, see if you qualify and get your name on the list right away. Thanks for listening to the True Wealth Investors podcast. Visit us at truewealthinvestors.com to find archived episodes with show notes and links mentioned in each episode. Be sure to click the subscribe button today and leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to share how the show is helping you along your real estate investing journey.